celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Hope you're not superstitious. We are now on episode 13 of Between Two Shows. Yeah, so it's like lucky number 13, but actually, or like, it's not actually lucky, right? Like people joke when they say that. I think what's the thing with, so seven is lucky. Yeah, unless you've broken a mirror. 13 is not lucky. Correct. You don't want to be staying on the 13th floor of a hotel. Exactly. That's why a lot of elevators actually just skip floor 13 with the buttons. I see. Okay. I'm clearly completely unaffected by this. <laughs> it's been a long time since you've been in an elevator. We can't go anywhere or do anything. And I'm fine with not being in elevators because, you know, I don't like them. Uh, what you can do, though, <laughs> is enjoy this episode of Between Two Shows because we got a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, we have Tom Jansen on from Denatured, and he's a professional perfumer. We'll begin with what a perfumer actually is and does. Also, we'll talk about the fun of rearranging your furniture at home and why you should be doing it more often. And we also have Winnipeg's nail queen on, that's what I call her at least, Courtney from Fingernails Are Pretty. All that and more coming up. Welcome to episode 13. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. When was the last time you accidentally texted a wrong number? Uh, I feel like I do this all the time, but I don't have like a specific story to tell you right now. But do you? Um, I recently texted the wrong person. It was funny because it was a uh, between two shows connection. So it was uh, my aunt's birthday not that long ago. And I was trying to think of a nice message. Um, I was like, just keep it short and simple. So I said, uh, happiest of birthdays. Hope you're having a great day. Um, and I sent the cake emoji and then the heart emoji and then the kissy face emoji to finish it off. I was kissy like, face, yeah, right? I, I don't usually use the kissy face emoji, but I was like, you know what? No, today's wow. a good day. To th- I'm going to throw in the kissy Your face aunt. emoji. Yep. So I thought that was a nice sweet thing, right? Yeah. Kissy face emoji. Um, hit send. And then in that moment where it like kind of like goes like the, Doo, like as it's like going away. Yeah. I looked and I saw that the, uh, I had searched for my mm-hmm. auntie's name, but somehow I accidentally texted Raj from Kinsman Jackpot Bingo. <laughs> the only interaction I've ever had with that person was the time that I booked him to be the guest yeah. on Between Two Never Shows. Never even met him in person. Never even met him in person. And now I'm messaging him, happy birthday, kissy face. So then I text right away. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how that got to you. I can't believe it's so sorry. He's like, no problem. It's actually my birthday today. Whoa, really? Yes. Wow. Wow. I was going to say, like, we're never going to get that bingo color <laughs> job. <laughs> Sharing fun stories and chatting with cool people whenever you want it. Welcome to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Well, this is very exciting. For the first time ever, we have a professional perfumer joining us on Between Two Shows from Denatured Lab, Tom Jansen. Hello, Tom. Hello. Uh, Tom, can we start with how you become a professional perfumer? Yes, absolutely. Uh, So you need a training degree. So I studied in France. I actually did a master's degree in the south of France. Wow. And yeah, so it was a really intense process. You have to have a science degree to enter the program. So I did a little dabbling in nursing beforehand um, and then applied for the school and yeah, got in. I actually completely forgot that you're also a nurse. My goodness, your resume is ridiculous. (laughs) My resume is like very obscure, I would say. (laughs) I've done a bit of this and a bit of that. I was a professional musician. I was a nurse and now a perfumer. So, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so how long were you in France? 
So I was in France for a year. So it's a really intensive program. They take 12 students from across the world each year. Wow. 12 and students? 12 students, baby. Wow. Uh, it sounds like the Hunger then, Games type of thing. They're looking for like the only the best from every continent come together to train for one year to become a perfumer. 12 students and 11 of them died a tragic death. So <laughs> They smelled the wrong perfume for the final exam. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then you came home to Winnipeg. I came home to Winnipeg. I dabbled a bit here, and then I actually moved out to London because I got kind of my dream perfumery job out there. So I was working for a small fragrance house in East London, picked up, moved there, sold everything I owned. And then, of course, two weeks after I get to London, COVID hit. So we were forced into total lockdown in London. And then my job was compromised, and then I came home like six months later. And then... And then I was like, oh, my God, I have no job, no life, no possessions. What do I do? So I decided to open this new venture, which I've been kind of planning for a long time, but it was never the right opportunity to do it. And I guess COVID wasn't the best time either, but it was serendipitous. So I started Denatured, which is an open access perfume lab, a scent workshop space. We have a little lifestyle boutique. And then I developed my own fragrance line as well. So people can come there for a custom perfume session. What is that? What happens? Yeah, so it's a 90-minute session. We run it for one or two people. So you come into the lab, we crack open a bottle of wine, and we smell a ton of things. So it's a mix of education and custom scent creation. So it's very hands-on. You get to smell a bunch of things. We've developed around 50 different fragrance accords, which are like little building blocks of fragrance that you can mix together. People come in, they blend their own fragrance, they have a great time, they do it all themselves with my guidance. So it's a super cool kind of innovative new experience, especially in Canada. I think this is super wonderful. And I also think it's a really great gift idea. Yeah, I think so. And like, we have a lot of couples come in for date nights. And it's so funny because people hear the word like perfume creation and they think, oh, this is a women's thing. But perfume is a totally unisex term. It's just like a misnomer. So we have couples come in and the men are always like a little bit cautious to start. But then at the end of the session, they're the ones that are most into it. They become like weirdly obsessed with fragrance. Okay, we're going to take a short little break. But when we come back, Tom is going to tell us about all the wonderful products that he carries in his shop. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Uh, You mentioned that you're also a lifestyle boutique. So what other products are you selling there? Yeah, so we brought in like around 60 of my favorite brands. We try to carry things that aren't carried anywhere else in the city. So a lot of really cool stationery and cocktail supplies. There's so much crossover between perfumery and mixology. So I really wanted to highlight that. So I have a ton of like different cocktail brands, simple syrup, stuff like that. And then I brought in some housewares and some food, everything really, like a nice mix of things that I would want to buy that I can't really find somewhere else. Oh, wow. That's genius. Okay. I need to know who would you love to make a custom scent for? Oh, there's a whole list. Number one would be Countess Luann from Real Housewives of New York. Yes. Uh, <laughs> obsessed. And like any drag queen that's ever existed. <laughs> uh, so like Trixie Mattel, Katya, I would love to do custom fragrances. I don't know. Those would be like my top. Maybe um, 
Jewel. You know how obsessed I am with Jewel? I didn't know that you were obsessed with Jewel, but Jewel was on a recent episode of American Idol, and now all of a sudden I love Jewel, so I get it. I know. Jewel, you know what? Jewel has never, never strayed from her path. You know, she's always been there. She's always been strong. She's always been an icon. So I feel like Jewel would be a fun scent to do as well. I think it would be like a little bohemian, but like strong woman. So she's another one on there. You failed to mention, I know you're a massive fan of the Braxton family. Oh, yeah, you know, Tamar probably would be, or Tawanda, all the Braxton sisters. I don't want to give away any of the secrets of the, the consult or the custom perfume session, but like, are yeah. there like sort of standard questions that you'd be asking anybody, an average Joe versus a celebrity to kind of like get them to zone in on what they need for their own custom scent? Yeah, so the first step we always do is learning how to describe fragrance. So that it's, it boggles my mind because it's something that now is so like common sense to me. But when people try to describe what they're smelling, they have such a hard time. So when we like taste things or see things or touch things, we can so easily describe what we're doing and what we're tasting and whatever. But as soon as it comes to sense, people are, their mind is boggled. So they often say like, oh, I like this or I don't like this, which is not helpful in any way. <laughs> so we always start the session by learning how to describe fragrance. We smell a few ingredients, we get our creative juices flowing, and then we take it from there. So once you can kind of learn how to describe what you like and what you don't like, it becomes much easier than to kind of pick directions that they would like in a fragrance. So that's always step one. Oh, fun. So it's like a little language class before you begin your perfume class. This sounds this truly does sound like a perfect date night. It is a perfect date night. You both should come. Okay. Denatured, it's at 73 Princess in the Exchange. Is that right? You're right. If people want to sign up for a session or a workshop, what's the best way to contact you? So we sell them all online. So you can go to our website, which is denaturedlab.com and purchase them there. Or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram, which is just at denaturedlab. Or you can find my phone number from a random person who knows me. (laughs) Give me a call, whatever you want. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Tom Jansen, the perfumer behind Denatured. You are an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being on our podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Have something to say about Between Two Shows? Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Drew or Carly on social media. You might hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. How often do you rearrange the furniture in your living room? Is that, is that a big thing? No, because we spent uh, a very long time looking for a sectional that perfectly uh, worked with our room. It's a small, it's a small room, and there's a huge window in it, so uh, the sectional has to run a certain way because we don't have a wall on the other side. It just goes right into the dining room. So, so yeah, it was like a whole thing. There's no going back. I'm way too lazy for that. And that was the thing when I was a, a kid. I was always like, why do my mom and dad never want to change around the furniture in the living room? Because yeah. when I would go to school, like two or three times a year, the teacher would like change around the desk configurations. So yeah, that was be, nice. That was so fun, right? What, like, wasn't that fun? And I was yeah. like, man, when I grow up, I cannot wait to like change the furniture out of my house like every two or three months. Uh, but now that I'm an adult, yeah, you kind of set up the room and then it's set up good so you don't have to do it. Right now, I'm in the midst of a changed living room configuration. Gosh, I loved, I love when my parents would change the furniture out of my room. In your room? Yeah, I love that. Like uh, like placing the bed like in the middle of the room or like pressed up against one of the walls. Like, yeah, so fun. Yeah, so, okay, we both recognize that this is a really fun thing. Yeah, we I have, never do it, though. We have reasons to not do it in our adult life, but maybe we should be more inspired to change things up. You can always put it back. Yeah, I know. You could always put it back, but uh, just lazy. <laughs> Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly.
So excited right now to welcome to Between Two Shows from Fingernails Are Pretty, we have Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Hey. Can we start things off? Because I know the term pressy is going to be coming up. And I remember a long time ago, Carly first mentioned, oh, I'm getting my pressies done. And I had no idea what that meant. But I wanted to be respectful of her, so I never really asked. Now we're going to jump in and ask right away, what are pressies? What did you think it was, Drew? I, I thought it was something for, like, maybe shaping your figure. Um, so, like, you, like, put it somewhere on your body so that things would go where you wanted them to go. Sounds like a straight man answer. <laughs> It's a press-on nail, you ding-dong. Well, I didn't have the context. I didn't know that you were a nail artist at the time that Carly was talking about Pressy. She just talked about her friend Courtney and all the hot goss they share. You don't. You didn't know who I was? You didn't know who Fingernails Are Pretty was? I call you Winnipeg's nail queen. And I do have to say that, you know, you used to actually do people's nails in person and mm-hmm. long before the pandemic you started selling pressies so this yeah. wasn't like a pandemic passion project or anything like that you were doing the pressies before the pandemic yeah we were yeah for sure i've been doing nails for so long that i uh developed an allergy to like gel polish aka shellac uh when it's not cured because it's like it's like melty plastic basically that gets cured under a an led light so the only way i could wear nails is if i like cured the polish first so then i started making press-ons but like not like the ones you get at like dollar tree no uh disrespect dollar tree yeah these are hand painted so people can order custom artist choice or just plain if they really wanted right yeah, you can get anything. We do the most ridiculous requests. What is the most ridiculous request? The weirdest ones are when, like, people just want a, a particular vibe. Mm. So, like, one person wrote to me and was like, you know what? Like, I really love beavers <laughs> and, like, their dams and stuff and also freshwater fish. I'm trying to picture you as, like, the artist at work. You know, like, people who do ceramics and pottery, you picture them in their studio with the little wheel. Um, people who do art on canvas, you might picture them with uh, one of those things on their thumb with the palette and all the different colors. What does a fingernail art studio look like? Well, Drew, ours is a little different than any other nail studio because it looks insane. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, like, organized chaos. Kind of, but there's just like all different colors of nail polish all around us at all times. And then we paint on uh, like clear nails, like fake nails. So you start with like an empty blank canvas, but in this case, it is just a clear fingernail that you Mm -hmm. then turn into a a work of art. Yeah, like tiny little mini paintings. Do you have to have like one of those, uh, like what watchmakers have where they put a little magnifying glass helmet on so you can see the detailed work or you don't need to do that? Like like the guy who makes Pinocchio or whatever. Exactly. Like the, yes, no. Geppetto. Do you have a Geppetto magnifying glass hat? Get out of town. No. <laughs> you just want me to wear one of those. That would look so cool. Then people would yeah. know, people would be like, hey, don't bug her. She's working right now. Oh, my God. Like a goldsmith? Exactly. Like an angry goldsmith in the back of a jewelry shop? Who, in his part-time, makes puppets that he tries to bring to life with wishes to a cricket. Okay. I need to know what's really big for nail trends right now. Uh, much like with fashion right now, just 90s anything. So like things that I never thought would come back, but I should have known because everything's cyclical, but like French manicures on like square nails. And I got to say, I kind of dig it. Square nails, hey? Like a deep French, Carly. Butterflies, flames, you know, I think flames are on the way out. On the way out? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I just bought more flame t-shirts again. From Randy Ripper? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, extreme wide legs. Remember from Randy Ripper? Yes. And like really like light colored stitching, like white stitching on a really dark denim. Deep yeah. pockets. You could fit a whole two liter Pepsi in them. Okay, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to find out who Courtney would love to make some nails for. I'm talking about celebrities. Keep in touch with Drew and Carly on social media. Search for at Drew Kozip and at Carly on air. Okay, I want to know, whose nails would you love to do, like someone famous? I don't know, like maybe ASAP Rocky. I knew you were going to so say ASAP can, Rocky. Well, because I want to, maybe we could make out after. He is dating Rihanna. I don't care. <laughs> you mentioned, you know, men wearing polish, which I love, and I'm seeing a lot more of these days. Harry Styles has incredible nails, always. Uh, Tom mm-hmm. DeLong from Blink-182. Has never stopped, right. And my love, Pete Davidson. Hello, 2002. That's <laughs> <laughs> in the room. And Pete Davidson has been wearing a lot of nail polish these days as well. I wish that they could stray away from just doing black nails all the time, but I mm-hmm. do love this trend. Oh, and I failed to mention Machine Gun Kelly. Drew, will you try? Um, do you put it on all the fingers or just certain fingers? All of them. Really? And mm-hmm. all matching? Uh, no, whatever. You can just go No, wild. you can like, like um, you know who gets the best nail art and he does his toes too? Hmm. Little Yachty. I don't. I don't, I don't even cricket. know who Little Yachty is. Is he? Is he one of the TikTokers or is he just a rapper? I gotta go. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a, a music artist, but he does have a TikTok much like a lot of music artists. Do you guys see Shania Twain's on TikTok now? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's really going for it too. I love it. Anyway. So we have to switch gears a little bit here because you just launched two perfumes with Mm -hmm. your friend, Tom Jansen. Um, Tell us about these perfumes, how this came to be. Well, we share a space, like physical space. And so it was always like meant to be. But like he's a very fancy and trained in France perfumer like he knows what he's doing so he's doing like pretty serious like fragrances and i'm like no we need like you know what we need like remember calgon body spray hawaiian ginger (laughs) that i used to bathe myself in yeah right so we need like that but for the millennials who are like older now and that's how we like started to think about okay we need to do something like sweet fruity but like more adult how long does it take until you finally arrive on your final scent well, I am always, like, fine with the first trial. <laughs> I'm like, bottle it. Let's, like, let's go. But Tom's like, no, you're an idiot. It takes a million trials. Drew did just smell both of them. Yeah. And what'd you think? I really liked I really liked both of them, but it was the pink one that I liked the most, right? <laughs> you like daddy? daddy issues, yeah. 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 That was like, like a, a citrusy one. I uh, wasn't expecting it. And then like the after scent um, hits you differently. And I was like, wow, that's that's really good. Because then yeah, like, if sugary. it has an after scent, people are thinking about you once you've left the room and remembering you and missing you. So that was a smart, wow. smart thing to think of. Okay. Well, yeah, no, true. Yeah. It's true. It leaves, it leaves a lasting memory, just I- like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Who left me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got to joke about it. I mean, yes, you do have to joke about things that crush you in life. Absolutely. <laughs> That's my motto always. But I don't wear a lot of perfume, so I'm not used to this. But seriously, I applaud you. These smell so good. Both of them. Yeah, no. And they're good together. For a while now, you've been teasing some secret projects that are coming up. Do you care to spill the tea on that? 
So, okay, okay, I'll spell the tea. Yes, let's go, let's go. Kelsey is the owner of Margot and Mon. She's super dope. Uh, we've been friends since I first moved here. And she's all about, like, sustainably made clothing. Mm-hmm. And that's all she sells at her shop. So I'm like, let's do, like, some sort of design on t-shirts and sell it at your shop. I've never designed a t-shirt. I don't know what I'm doing. We got Matea, you know, the artist Matea and yes. Tom. Mm-hmm. So she reinterpreted my nail art. Wow. So she designed them. So when can we expect these? I think they're being printed right now. And the actual t-shirt is like organic cotton. Like it's not like, um, remember when you used to get like team t-shirts and they were from like Gildan or something? Yeah. No disrespect, but they were like, they would stand up when you like put them on the floor. <laughs> so starchy. These ones are like soft and cushy and nice. So lots on the go for fingernails are pretty. And I guess for those who don't know, the name fingernails are pretty is the Best business name I've ever heard. I'm extremely biased. Explain to people what it is. It's from a Foo Fighters song. Mm-hmm. And that's because I'm obsessed with Dave Grohl. Aren't we all? He's the best. Well, Courtney, you have so many different things on the go. For people who want to keep in touch um, and keep up with all the interesting things that you're doing, what is the best way to do that? Probably Instagram. <laughs> I have a website too, but I think Instagram's like the hub now for all things, right? Yeah. What's your Instagram handle? at fingernails.r.pretty. Something we've never been able to do on this podcast before, but I think we could do it with you, is will you give a promo code for your nails? Like the one I always use? Yeah. (laughs) But every podcast has like promo codes and gives out promo codes. And it's like, we don't have any promo codes. So tell us your promo code. I mean, there's lots of people waiting. Our our people are just like, you know, being gatekeepers. They want us to grow organically before we start opening it up to all of the people who want to advertise and sell, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, here we go. You can get two sets of hand-painted press-on nails. Don't go to the nail salon. They're usually $65 per set, but you can get two sets for 90 using the code FCOVID, the letter F, um, and that'll get you that deal. And then if you want four sets because you're really feeling fancy, you can get four for 180 and that promo code is the F home. Again, F like the letter. Oh my goodness, fantastic. Courtney, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Just that I love you. Oh, that's so kind. You're welcome. Well, Courtney, it was a pleasure to have you chatting with us today. We really appreciate it. So, thank you for having me. This is so cool. It's time for the Papa John Post Game Report. Unfortunately, the Winnipeg Jets couldn't pull off a win when they met the Vancouver Canucks not too long ago. Whenever we have questions about the world of sports, we turn to Carly's grandma's boyfriend. His name is Papa John, and he has analysis unlike anyone else's. Sometimes Grandma Wendy hops on the phone as well. This is Papa John's post-game report. Good morning. Good morning. I understand you got a date on the 24th. Yeah, I'm getting my vaccine. First date I've had in a very long time. Okay, but let's talk about the Jets and what happened last night. Okay, they played 50 minutes of hockey last night. Mmm, that's not enough. The first 10 minutes killed them. Yeah. Ugh. They run into a hot goaltender. Yep, they sure did. But the three stars. Number three was Sheffrey. Number two was the new Frenchman who shaved his beard off. Perot. Oh. And number one was Kyle Connors. He played exceptional, along with uh, honorable mentions as Wheeler, 
Rory and Cup. Okay, so we play Vancouver again tonight, though, right? Tonight at 7 o'clock, and then Friday night against Toronto. Ooh. Then that's their last game. Wow. But, I mean, they're playing with uh, two of their top defensemen out, and yeah. then along with Ehlers, so... I mean, very valid points, yes. So, as we say, go Jets, go! Nice. Well, hopefully they do indeed go, because I would love to see them win their last two games. Yes. Yes. All they need is a tie tonight to end up in third place. I see. Hmm. All right. Well, we got to get a tie then. All righty. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Yep. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Drew, do you make a big deal out of the finale of a show or like a series finale of a show? <laughs> yes, because then it feels like it was worth committing to because now there's an endpoint and a celebration. I didn't just waste hours watching this thing. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so I'm glad that we're on the same page about <laughs> this. I mean, I'm always just looking for an excuse to order food anyways. Okay. Um, because I'm the one who likes to order food and my boyfriend's like, no, 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 no we have groceries. Like, we'll, we'll cook, we'll cook. But it's like, it's not going to be as good, you know? Like, he's a great, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but he's a great cook and I'm, I'm very fortunate that he really enjoys cooking. It's very therapeutic for him, for me to be out of his way and what? for him to be making food alone. Um, I can't imagine why you would ever need a little break. But I just I just love making a big deal out of these things, especially like right now, you know, like what else? What else do we have to do? No, right? you have nothing except to th- make a big deal of a thing by ordering all the foods that you like. So what's a good uh, what's a good food for finales? Oh God, my answer for everything is sushi. But Tim mm. is just not on the same page as I am with sushi um, because you know he likes it, but he doesn't crave it like I do. He couldn't eat it every day like I do. He's always like, oh, pizza, pizza's his thing, sushi's mine. Why don't so, you both? I mean, it's a finale. I mean, we we certainly could. We cer- we certainly. Could see you are exactly on my page because I'm like yes finale of a show, but also I think that that food helps me with like the sadness of that show being over as well. Oh wow! Right? So it's actually like therapy food as well. It's celebration food and therapy food. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it does two things. So yes, you can definitely justify ordering both sushi and pizza. Have a question for Drew and Carly? An idea for a podcast? Want to share your review? Record a voice memo and slide it into Drew or Carly's DMs on social media. You could be on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. Big news to share from the cast and production crew of Between Two Shows. The entire bunch of us will be vaccinated soon. Woo! Book baby! Uh, just so you know, the production crew is also both Carly and I. That yeah. is... <laughs> <laughs> that is the entire group behind Between Two Shows. But how exciting was it um, at the time that this episode was recorded? We found out that the age eligibility had further lowered, so we were both able to book our appointments. And yeah. I texted you right away. You did. I was just scrolling through Instagram. I saw the WhatsApp thing come in from you, and and I was like, boom, I'm doing this now. And first I was like, mm, I'm usually one to just wait on everything. But then I was like, honestly, truly, like I, you send me something, I'm like, oh, look at that in a bit, I'll look at that in a bit. But then I looked at it, and I'm like, okay. And then I'm going through my wallet and I was just like wow I actually have my health card with me I know those nine digits I can do this right now yes because yeah it's not the, it's not the six digit part of the health card it's the longer one the nine digit part of it yes oh my gosh do you have that memorized 
No, I don't. Okay. Uh, no. You have your sin memorized? Yes, I do. But that was because when I worked at Gap, you had to put it in um, every time before you started your shift. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just so pumped and, you know, like my attention span is just not there, almost non-existent. Yeah. So I'm... I was like, okay, you're doing this. And it took like two minutes. And that's also by making an account as well. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, congratulations. So um, very, very exciting. And it is funny <laughs> to be like online trying to book this because it does feel like it really felt like trying to get concert tickets or something. Sure. I called you. I put you on speakerphone because I was like, okay, they're asking me some questions now and I don't want to get any of them wrong. I want to get this. I want to get this. Um, and I also thank you because, you know, you were the one who sent my boyfriend the text uh, to send him to the link to book his vaccine as well. And, you yeah. know, I wouldn't have sent that for, who knows, I would have waited and then, but then all my friends were like, oh, we booked with our significant others. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person. I mean, I did mention it to you on the phone uh, <laughs> and you said, wait, let me get mine first. <laughs> And then I'll let my boyfriend know. Oh my gosh. So I said, you know what? Someone's got to look out for this poor guy. That's like his common thing to say to me. What's mine is yours and what's yours is yours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. It could not be more true. Um, Thank you again to everyone who uh, checked out episode 13 of Between Two Shows. We are always so appreciative when uh, you uh, subscribe to the podcast and that you listen to the episodes. It means so much to us. Okay, bye. Why are you making that face? You don't you? You were the one who said that you wanted to be the person to remind people to rate and review. Oh, gosh. Okay, that's why we're not getting the ratings. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That among many other reasons, I'm sure. Yes, please. Listening is not enough anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're already there. Just just a gentle reminder right now. Leave a review when you have some time. It doesn't really sound like a gentle reminder. (laughs) We promise to read it, whether it's good or bad. We prefer good, right? You can read all the bad ones. When bad ones come in, you're in charge of reading them because I think that you're now asking for it with this part of it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>